You're in the water loop. Welcome to Waterloop, the podcast that explores solutions for sustainability and equity in water. I'm the host, Travis Loop. This is episode number 209, The Cleveland Social Connection. The Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District has consistently defied conventions in the use of social media by a water utility. Their approach combines humor and human connection to foster relationships within the community. During the last holiday season, they took their efforts a step further by encouraging people to dial a phone number, which greeted them with a heartfelt voice message. In this episode, a conversation with communications manager John Gonzalez delves into the profound impact of this message and explores some of the most memorable moments from their social media endeavors. John also discusses the guiding principles behind the utility's social media activities, the strategies to gain support for management, and valuable insights for fostering meaningful engagement with customers. You're in the water loop. John, I am thrilled to have you on the podcast. I had uh, a conversation with you several years ago when I was at the Water Environment Federation for their podcast, shout out to Words on Water. Uh, but you guys just continue doing incredible social media work, uh, not just for a utility, but for an organization, period. So I had to have you back on. Hope you're doing well. We are doing well. Thank you very much for the invitation, Travis. It's, it's always good to talk to you. Yeah, I want to start uh, by playing a voice message that you put out. Uh, maybe you could set this up for the audience before I play sure. it. Uh, could you could you do that for me? Sure. The end of the year is always a uh, a time of, of a lot of emotions for people, and we certainly uh, look at the end of the year as a chance to look back on uh, what the last year has meant. And certainly for us, uh, relationships are woven into a lot of the ways in which we engage with our, our customers, especially on social media. So we're looking for a way to simply uh, reconnect or be able to uh, reinforce the importance that we have uh, seen in the relationships we've established on social media. So we felt that this voice message might be one way for people to experience uh, that sentiment in a way that uh, we hope they'd recognize the value of our work, but something perhaps more deep than that, something a bit more uh, impactful than that. So. Um, that's where this voice message came from. Yeah, great. So let's, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna play this message for folks. It's about two minutes long, so here we go. I'm John Gonzalez, and I'm our communications manager. Most likely, I'm the person you've interacted with on social media across our various platforms throughout the year. On behalf of our sewer district staff, I want to say it's been an honor to serve you in whatever capacity we have in 2023. Whether that's with reliable service for our customers, clean water for our region, or just simply relatable content for our followers from surprisingly all over the world, please believe me when I tell you that we do not take these connections for granted. For many, I know holidays are a time of happiness and reflection, and as a utility, I could post all day about our year full of program benefits and project milestones. But much like our own approach to social media, I realize that sometimes holidays are just different. Maybe you're struggling with something that no one else knows about. Maybe you're just trying to make ends meet between paydays. Maybe you lost something or someone close to you and you don't really know what a holiday season will look like without them. Holidays, I think end of the year, holidays in particular, are really a mix of emotion and memories, both good and bad, that come from anywhere. And I know they can just feel overwhelming at times. So let me tell you right now that you're not alone. 
as a utility store, we connect people, and yes, your sewer bill does pay for one kind of connection. But I think the connections we made on social media prove something. And I would say that they prove that there's a human side of infrastructure. That holiday joy or sadness you're experiencing or that uncertainty or anxiety, it's not experienced in isolation. There is a very real, a very hidden, but an honest human condition that connects all of us. And I'm grateful for that. I'm especially thankful for you finding us and our social media as a source of humanity and humor, some helpfulness, and maybe even a little bit of hope over the last year. And that's why I'll say happy holidays. If you'd like to leave a message of your own, please do. I'd be honored to share that with our team who is working around the clock all day, every day, to serve you the very best that we can. Because we are your sewer district, and here's to the connections that matter in the new year. Well, I don't think I've cried yet on this podcast, but I, I got a little uh, little misty-eyed there because of the authenticity, the human uh, sentiment you expressed, knowing, you know, being in the same field as you all and seeing you do this, uh, that's, that's really incredible. Uh, talk about the reaction, the engagement you had from outside of your organization. Well, I want to say that this is this was something that we believe represents that, that type of care and connection that we like to emphasize as a utility. And we felt it did give uh, just a different side of seeing the kind of work and the kind of respect that we have for the work and the people who we are serving. Uh, when we, Because I've given this opportunity to, to engage our followers on social media, I can see in their response and their reactions and their engagement with us that they take this kind of, they take this connection seriously. Uh, they they take the relationships that have been built there uh, more seriously than I would have expected years ago. But there has been something real established uh, on our social media and specifically on Twitter and X that's been unique to be able to find uh, an emotional connection that we've that we've established within the community there. Uh, when we first posted that phone number, uh, we expected to get some voicemails. I expected to get some people saying, "Hey, thanks for the work you do. I appreciate the effort that you put forth. I appreciate your your team members, your uh, all the unseen." work that your utility does that is is always good to hear and i was hoping to get some of that i could share with our employees to say our our followers appreciate you uh this is not just a a john gonzalez effort this is a sewer district effort and we want our customers to see who's behind that but what came out of this and i think it speaks to the emotion that that you kind of felt hearing that uh my connection with them was to simply realize that we're in this this challenging life together. We all have circumstances that are, uh, some are within our control, some are beyond our control, and it can make this time of year difficult for people. And we wanted to acknowledge that. And that simple statement apparently resonated with many, many people. Uh, some, as, as the voicemail said, from around the world, we're getting invitations to call this number. And, you know, I, I heard this phone call, you should call this, you're going to appreciate it. You're going to never going to believe this. And so over the course of the next 48 hours into the, into the following week, we were getting phone call after phone call after phone call on this dedicated hotline. And many people were just calling and listening and then letting it beep and then hang up because we recognized they heard the message uh, and something within them wanted to finish hearing what was being said. Hmm. But I, I compiled over 600 individual substantive responses that customers or callers from around the world had left for our employees uh, or for our communications team specifically to simply say, I did not expect this. I didn't know I needed this, but there's something here that makes me appreciate human connections more. And it speaks to why I appreciate the service you're providing or why I appreciate the people who are doing this work or the mere fact that you cared at all about my challenges. This 
experience made them realize something about the value of our work that that emphasized something beyond the work itself. It was more about the connections that draw us all together. And what I like to think is that 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 effort on our social media reflects that connection and the commitment that we truly have as an organization to meet our customers where they are, even in those challenging times, so that they realize uh, this utility does care about me. It's not just out there looking for my monthly bill. They're out there to give me the best service they can. And, and the people who are providing that service care about you as a customer, care about you more importantly as a human being. Uh, and we want to help you as best we can. Um, and that's really what the message ended up speaking to something much larger than simply letting people know, hey, we're here and we appreciate you. Thank you for following us. It went beyond that to say, we're in, some, we're in a lot of these challenges together. And that relationship is really where any conversation begins. And if we can go farther than that as part of this relationship and this exchange of information, uh, we're certainly happy with that. And it has gone a long way. And, you know, you got over 600 messages, right? What uh, has been the reaction internally, you know, as you've been able to share that engagement with, you know, your team and, and beyond your organization? The messages themselves ran the gamut. There were people who were simply shocked and surprised that that this is what they were calling a phone number for. Many were calling because they were simply told to by someone that they they trusted, someone that they knew, and said, "Hey, call this number. You're never going to believe this." And so they called out of blind faith and simply listened to the voicemail. Uh, but the messages were everything from from uh, from laughter to shock and surprise to simply being not really knowing how to express what they were feeling. Uh, to a literal uh, compilation of a whole lot of tears and people just simply processing emotions to a voicemail box, uh, sharing pains that they had gone through in the last year, sharing a loss they may have experienced since the last holiday season, sharing some aspect of their lives that was so personal, but they felt comfortable enough to share with a faceless voicemail because they, they felt as though we had made a connection that went beyond uh, that superficial uh state of communication that so much of social media is and can be. Uh, so the reality that they were sharing those insights and those those realities, uh, the fact they were sharing those things with us uh, on that voicemail simply, uh, it moved a lot of us and it moved me personally to be able to hear and, and uh, get that peek into what people's personal experiences were. Uh, as it relates to our colleagues and our employees, a lot of them shared similar comments with me. They said, "Hey, I heard your voicemail. I, I, it, was a, it was a really great thing you did. Uh, I heard what you had posted for our for our uh, for our customers. I think it's a great thing, and it really represented our work well." So there was a lot of pride in what the calls and the and the voicemails represented about the the pride in the work that we have, and um, that 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 connection with our employees uh, is certainly valuable and certainly something I think that that can't be understated. The fact that they felt proud to be represented by this particular piece of content that's something i always try that i always strive for in working in the communications department we represent uh, more than 700 employees doing this work and so if my my little snippets and, and bits of information about the work that we're doing across our social media channels needs to reflect the the variety of and diversity of experience and personalities and and um, people who are doing this work and i i, I like to think that we're having that impact when people are seeing what we post on our channels. Speaking of your channels, you know, uh, people definitely should follow on the platform from formerly known as Twitter, uh, you know, at NEO 
RSD on there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you're active also on which ones? We're active all over the place. And so if you want to okay. get a good compilation of our current accounts, I would simply suggest going to neorsd.org slash social, and you'll get a list of all of our current accounts. We're there. We're active on threads and Instagram, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, all, this, all the typical channels. We're also exploring some of the new ones like Mastodon, and as I said, threads, and just trying to find which platforms are going to give us the best ability to connect with customers where they are. Um, mm. Twitter has given us that that experience for the longest time simply because it was in the moment. It gave us a chance to respond in real time. Uh, we've built the best following there, the, the largest, most engaged following there. But we want to go where our customers are. So we're exploring other places where we can make those same connections. What are some of your other favorite social media moments? I've been, again, following you on on Twitter for, I don't know how long it's been now, six years or something. So much good stuff. Uh, you know, you, you like to engage with the local sports teams, have some fun with, with the Browns and Guardians and Cavs, and uh, you share... Uh, you know, what your crews are up to and putting a human face on the work out there. Uh, definitely informational stuff about what the utility's doing. Definitely just funny jokes that kind of connect with pop culture or current events. It, it runs the gamut. Uh, mm-hmm. But what are, what are a couple other ones that, that you've really enjoyed or, or you felt have been really impactful or fun or how, however you want to put them in your favorite bucket? <laughs> One of my favorites was one we did two years ago now, which we we, uh, took on the sea shanty trend and jumped on that with a a colleague here, one of our interns, Kevin, who is uh, uh, now a permanent employee with us, but I still will refer to him lovingly as intern Kevin. But he put together some verses and was willing to lend his voice to it. And so he and I put together a, a sea shanty duet uh, as a sewer shanty. And that was just a lot of fun. We posted that on on uh, Twitter and also on our, our TikTok account. And it was just a fun exchange and really uh, got a lot of attention, which was just simply fun to do. And I, I appreciated the, the creative uh, willingness of people within the department and within the organization to simply jump in, uh, whether it's our sewer crews or whether it's uh, our, our interns or our customer service staff or our, our outreach team. I mean, we have people who are willing to simply put themselves out there to show our customers and our followers something about our work that they wouldn't expect otherwise. Um, mm. But a lot of the things I get a chance to do here is, is to simply be creative and being able to to share some of the emotional realities that all of us kind of uh, have to wrestle with or go through on a day-to-day basis and um uh, I'm, i i like to be poetic at times and i'm given that that creative freedom to be able to make those connections and and put our work into a into a, a different creative presentation um but one other one that i really enjoyed working on was also kind of an unexpected end of the year acknowledgement and so we put together a thread uh simply calling out every single one of our employees at the time by name and thanking them for their work. And this was several years ago. I think it was during the, the pandemic era. And the thread really did just, I, I literally called out every employee by name from our wow. directory, thanking them for the work they were doing. And at that time, you know, I had, I've been here for more than 20 years. So at that time, I recall knowing a lot of those employees personally, being able to share something about them mm. that, that, told them I truly appreciate who you are and what you've done and my connection to you. Um, And as that thread was coming together, I wasn't compiling it in one fell swoop. It kind of came together as I was, you know, I was tweeting it as I was uh, Mm. posting each acknowledgement. And it was a, it was an unexpected way for me to process kind of the the history I've had here in the organization. But more importantly, I wanted our, our followers to realize these are real people with real stories, doing real work to serve you every day. And uh, that ended up being a byproduct of that 
acknowledgement. And the employees who who read it and found themselves in there, or they shared it with somebody who knew who the person was being talked about, or there was some other personal story that gave them a relationship uh, in that in that thread, that context. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but it was a, a way of making that personal connection that I think is representative of what we're trying to do on social. And more importantly, we're trying to make those personal connections in any place where we have a public presence, whether it's at a public meeting or our customer service staff. It's like, you're going to get a real human interaction who cares about you as a customer, uh, and we're going to take that relationship seriously. So I, I like to think that those those realities go hand in hand, whether it's in social or, or in person. I mean, you must kind of be a sports fan too with, with how much you kind of post about those teams and, and kind of have fun with that, right? There's always content. I mean, there's, there's a Cleveland, Cleveland's, <laughs> Cleveland's fan base uh, for the, for the uh, whether it's football or baseball or basketball, the fan base is, is part, uh, is woven into uh, just our daily experience. And so how do we relate this work to the sports uh, in the, in the mm. region? You can't disconnect them because the, the infrastructure, it, it's almost as if sports is infrastructure of its own within the city. Yeah. And so how do we, we would like to make the connections and say, our work is relevant to you. And if so, if sports is relevant to you, you're going to find a relationship to the to the, to the utilities that help to make that, that sport uh, enjoyable. So we like to make the connection and uh, we, we have good engagement uh, across our channels uh, for all those various sports. Yeah. Uh, you've talked a lot about, uh, you know, the making the connection. That's obviously like the primary focus of, of what you're doing. I think conveying information is, is in there too. What else would you say about like the principles and the approaches that you have as your foundation, you know, your kind of your guide rails for social media? When it comes to social specifically, we like to say that our content needs to have a sense of, of humanity and a sense of humor uh, and a sense of humility. So if we have our social focusing on on those three elements, uh, a sense of humor, a sense of humanity, and a sense of humility, we're going to be in a good place because it, it recognizes that, that we have a job to do, uh, but that you as an individual and you as a customer uh, have something that... Um, is valuable to us as well. That relationship matters. So we start the conversation on social with that combination of humor, humility, and humanity. Uh, more broadly, as a, as a communications department, uh, we believe our public engagement is going to be timely, it's going to be truthful, it's going to be thoughtful, and it's going to be two-way. And so if we can do, uh, we, whether we can coordinate our, our public engagement in any aspect of our work, wherever we appear and engage the public. We want to make sure we are timely, truthful, thoughtful, and two-way. And if we are doing those four things, we are going to be making connections that matter. And so ultimately, uh, the combination of our social presence or our, our in-person community presence, those things are going to go hand in hand. It's a unique uh, social media personality for a water utility um, in, a, in a positive way. But, you know, a lot of the water sector is a little more risk adverse, even when it comes to communications. How did, and I know that you have supportive management and leadership, but how did you build that, that support uh, from the top of your organization? And how do you maintain it, uh, you know, especially having the ability to be creative? We have a team who has worked together for a long time. Uh, my my immediate director and myself, we we've, we've both got you know uh, more than than teens worth of, of uh, years here at the sewer district. So we have good relationships with our organization. The departments know us; uh, they trust the work that we do, and so those things matter. When it comes to the the leadership, uh, we embarked on our social media presence with their buy-in and support from the very beginning. Uh, we we 
took on that effort at a time when they said, we have to meet our customers where they are. We have to go where they're having conversations. We have to be uh, ready and responsive in those, in those spaces. And it wasn't all going to be done in the context of a public meeting at a library at six o'clock on a Tuesday night. That wasn't only going to happen there. Those meetings were going to be important, but they couldn't only happen there. We had to be able to have conversations and be responsive and be real time. And social media was where we were able to begin doing that. But our, our, popularity on Twitter didn't happen overnight. It came with time. It came over and it came over an era where we were able to build the same level of trust with our leadership to say, we're going to go about this in the right way. Uh, if you can trust us with this and be able to demonstrate some wins, we're going to show you that, that we can move some needles here. And, and we, we did. Uh, we were able to demonstrate and, and get their support to say, here's what we're going to do. Here's how you can expect to see us. Here's where we're going to draw the line. Uh, here's how we're going to involve our IT team and our legal team so that they know how we're going to use these platforms. And it was a process. It didn't happen immediately. But our ability to change the approach and change the voice to be more human, to be more uh, humorous, and to be more tongue in cheek, and to simply t- you know push some of those limits that we had, had established for ourselves, it was because we began to embrace the personal side of, of social media, uh, and our, our leadership understood why we were doing that because it, it helped us to simply be real and responsive and relevant in a space where there's nothing but noise, there's a lot of distractions, there's a lot of negativity. Uh, but we've, we've surrounded and built a good community here where people know they can reach us. They know we'll be responsive. They know to tag us if it's something of interest to them that we might be interested in. If they have a question on something, they'll tag us and say, what about this? Have you seen this article? Uh, they've, they've built a, a sense of trust with us that we've, that we've always wanted to represent to our customers because we want them to trust the service that we provide. We want them to rely on it and to realize that uh, the people who are doing this work uh, take them very seriously and, and most importantly, want to treat them as best we can. Yeah. Well, as somebody that's worked in water communications for a while myself and and is active on social media all the time, I'm very curious kind of behind the curtain, uh, your your strategic process, your daily process. Um, what what light can you shed on that? You know, how how's the team work? How do you come up with with this stuff? How much is planned out? How much is like, oh, Let's put that out. That's that just hit me when I'm sitting here eating lunch. Love to love to hear that stuff yeah. a little bit. A lot of it does. A lot of it comes more spur of the moment than many mm. people would realize. They believe there's a lot of, of pre planning, but most of the best content comes from uh, comes from the kind of the in the moment. Uh, magic that that simply happens because we're given a lot of creative freedom. We have we have great colleagues here who I'm able to, to bounce an idea off of and say, hey, what do you think about this? Could this work? Um, I can reach out to a member of our sewer maintenance team and they can give me some details on projects or or photographs if I need them. So I've got great responsiveness from from team members who realize we have to work in the moment and they also realize that trends matter. And so you can be most successful when you are able to capitalize on trends of the moment. And the fact that we can do that gives us a lot of leeway. Uh, We certainly do plan for campaigns. We have content that goes along with the seasons. We have content that goes along with specific events over the course of the year. And those things do matter. And we do prepare that content accordingly. But most of the impactful content that I have seen surface over my time managing these channels is that spur of the moment going where the where the, the spirit moves us going where the trends are and putting ourselves into this space where we are demonstrating the relevance uh, to a trend that people are already talking about we'd rather go into that moment and be uh, purposeful in that exchange and perhaps open some eyes and maybe open a door to further conversation there uh, than to try to build a, a, a 
a destination for people that they have to step away from what they're already interested in to come see what we have to say. Uh, that's that's a little bit more difficult. It can happen. But unless they have a concern or an immediate connection to what we're trying to talk to them about, they're not going to step away from what they're already committed to. Why not bring our interesting content and then shape it based on what their interests are? And we've been able to find a way to do that over the years. What are some of the challenges of, of in social media and in executing your, your approach, especially? You know, it's, uh, you look from the outside, looks like all great success and just just having a, having a good time there but what's what's tough about social uh, there's it doesn't really turn off there it's a it's a 20 we are a 24-hour utility all utilities operate around the clock and so social media works the same way there's there's always new information coming up there's new opportunities that that present themselves uh and it just requires a lot of content and observation if you want to be in the moment you have to know what's going on and be be prepared to respond in real time and that can be intimidating it can be difficult for a utility to, to trust a team member or a team uh, more more large or a larger team of multiple individuals to be responsive in the moment and not have to uh, to jump through a lot of hoops before they can post a, a simple reply to a comment uh, we have checks and balances in place but we do also have uh, the trust to be able to be responsive and and uh, and act as quickly as possible to let, let customers know that there are real people who are listening. And this isn't just a, st a standard eight to four thirty commitment where we're not available outside of those normal business hours. Uh, so the, 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 all the immediate access that, that Twitter is expected to have, or most of the social media is expected to have uh, can be intimidating and difficult for utilities to, uh, to embrace. But if you're able to be responsive in that real time scenario, even if it's not, uh, funny or humorous or emotional content, just that responsiveness can go a long way. And I, I would, I often recommend if you're looking to do something, uh, the more responsive you can be in real time, uh, you're going to gain some followers and some trust early on uh, more than you might expect. I know that utilities across the country, you know, look at what you all are doing on social and are just like, how can we, how can we be more like this? Um, other than, you know, cloning your, you know, John Gonzalez and other members of your team, uh, what is, what's some advice? I think there's a lot of lessons learned from this conversation, but if you could give a couple bits of advice or, or something to, to help water utilities up their game, what would you say? I think it's. I, I recommend exploring the space, recognizing where what platforms give you the best opportunity. We we were given a lot of opportunity early on to simply say which which platforms make the most sense. Where are people? Where can we build a presence there? Uh, and letting our, our leadership know we can we can plan for a presence here. So being uh, having the support and being willing to explore some of these spaces for opportunities is a great thing. Uh, thinking that through with your leadership team and being able to put together a plan or being able to have a conversation with them saying, where are your biggest uh, concerns? Where do you think the biggest risks uh, lie? Where do you believe there is the, the greatest anxiety you have around having a social media presence here? Uh, the reality is that we're not getting away from social media, but we recognize that social media can change very quickly. And so you can't, you can't jump into posting content blindly. You can't jump on every trend and think it's not going to come back to bite you. But being able to have a sense of judgment that says, do we have an opportunity here? Is there risk involved? Uh, and if there is risk involved, is it manageable risk? Um, but but being willing to explore some of these spaces, uh, seeing what type of content resonates with people, seeing what type of content gets clicks and views, um, but, but having a good sense of connections within your team to realize where do you have some storytellers 
on your side that can help you to, mm. to really get the content you need because you might not be able to just simply put a thread of, of tweets together or a thread of posts together on X and have it generate engagement. You might need photographs or blog content or press releases or uh, historical perspective on this project that's that's just about to, to, to break ground. So having good relationships internally and realizing that you can't run these channels without a good source of content supporting you, uh, those relationships are, are going to also help you early on. So the better your relationships are internally, you're going to put yourself in a better place to succeed uh, on social media long term. Lastly, I just want to ask, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned how there's a lot of eyes on your account. I know that water professionals across the country are always, you know, engaging with your content, uh, commenting, uh, feeling elated when when your account likes something they say how does it feel to kind of have that relationship with the the water folks across the country especially the com water comms people I'm grateful for the respect that our organization has gained through our presence on social media uh, personally it means a lot to me because I like to to do a good job <laughs> I like to be uh, uh, I like to be in the moment in this space because it allows me to be creative in the moment. But uh, but most importantly, from an organization's perspective, I'm I'm glad that it's helped our organization be seen as creative and innovative and responsive and customer focused. And we are all of those things. Uh, and we have been uh, f uh, long before I even came to the organization. So it's not just my effort. This is a, an organizational reality that I'm simply fortunate to have a space to make that connection with the followers that we have, whether they are other industry professionals or our customers or, or just random residents who are trying to appreciate uh, some of the unseen infrastructure realities around them every day. Those things make a difference to me personally. So I'm, I'm glad we've been able to, to build some of those relationships and, and demonstrate the value of the industry, whether it's water, wastewater, stormwater, those critical realities and the services that make life livable for people uh, is something that I think is, is valuable. And if our social has helped to, to shed that light onto that topic, then, then uh, we're very happy about that. I love the idea that, you know, your approach on social is, is a reflection of the approach that you have elsewhere in all the other kind of parts of your, your operations and organization. Well, John, uh, thank you for uh, catching up with me. Uh, I know you probably have to jump off and see what is trending right now so you don't miss any of that stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Waterloop. Thank you for listening to the podcast. To find all episodes, connect on social media, and sign up for email updates, visit Waterloop.com dot org. Waterloop, Waterloop, Waterloop.